With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This summer, own your style with Macy's, whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has all that you need. Shop brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Macy's has all of your summer must-haves. Summer dresses, matched sets, volume sleeve tops, espadrilles, mm. wedges, straw-crafted bags, bathing suits, and so much more. Oh my gosh, the free-for-all. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Hey, hi, hello, welcome back everyone. It is season four, episode 17. It gets the worst at night. A lot of depressing titles for our show. Yeah. Oh my God, especially for a happy episode. Like yeah. we're we're having this uplifting moment after a lot of actual depression and sadness, and then they're like, "Let's just keep the titles really sad." 
I know. It's it's such a weird, weird choice. I don't know why, because it really was a fun episode. Um, I don't so get here's it. what happened in this episode. It aired May 9th, 2007. The synopsis mm-hmm. is that the teens of Tree Hill, that would be us, mount a rescue mission to retrieve Marvin from his ill-advised road trip with Rachel. While on huh. the trip, Haley and Nathan get a second chance to enjoy the prom. Well, and I guess Brooke and Peyton do too. Uh, yeah. and we actually danced this time <laughs> and Lucas and Peyton decide to take their relationship to the next level. Brooke tells Haley that she lied. She was the one who lied about stealing the calculus exam. And Nathan struggles with the residue of a past mistake. Mm-hmm. And we went oh, to Honeygrove. I mean, we sure did. Dude, Sweet I still have Honey my Honeygrove, Texas hat. I do too. I have. You just, I yeah. just found a whole thing in my attic full of Honeygrove paraphernalia. Like a, yeah. like the police It's like you know, a trucker badge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Police badge. Why sweet. did you have a police badge? Like remember every single No, every single I don't know, organization in Honeygrove came out for this. I yeah. mean, we had law enforcement, the fire department, and the public <laughs> school system, and the mayor, and everybody came out. Yeah. It was it was so wild cuz we originally got into Paris, Texas. Well, yeah. Right? How did we even end up in Honeygrove? There was a contest, but it was yeah. submissions from all over the United States or something. Like what was the, yeah. does anyone remember? So I remember, and I, I don't remember where we launched it. I can't remember if they made us do commercials or if they were running radio ads, but they got fans to submit videos. And they asked like, as a team of friends, you know, get get your sort of high school crew and tell our high school crew why they should come and do prom with you guys. And these kids from Honeygrove just made the most charming video. And they toured us around the town. And they took us through the school. And they talked to us about, you know, everything that they were doing and what they were into and why they related to Tree Hill. And I remember, to Hillary's point, we got into Paris, Texas late at night. That's where the motel was. Because there wasn't even a place for us to stay in Honeygrove. Right. And as we filmed there, we started to learn about, you know, this phenomena that happens, you know, not just around America, but all sorts of places when you go through these huge generational changes and industry changes and these towns that once had some big industry no longer do. Yeah. And Honeygrove was in this process you know, not to be morbid, but it's it's what they said to us. It stuck with me. They said, you know, we're we're a town that's in the process of dying. Mm-hmm. And wow, it, I remember like having to hold back tears. And so I think that was part of the reason, you know, coming in with all of us and a two hundred person crew and tour buses and music and all the stuff. It, you're right, Hill. Everybody came out. It was like a Everybody. festival. Like we threw a festival for five days. It was so special to be a part of that with them. It, and it was fun. Like, yeah. I I liked, you know, rolling in at night. We couldn't see anything. We wake up the next morning, yeah. and there's, like, a fake Eiffel Tower in yeah. Paris, Texas, yeah. <laughs> right? But then, it's really but then small. as we drove out to Honeygrove, it's all, it, you know, it was, like, a lot of farmland. Mm-hmm. And I remember being super creeped out at seeing, like, coyotes being yeah. in the middle just, of the like, day. no, baby, tacked up on the fence post. Oh, sh- oh Jesus. Yeah. Do you remember that? Just seeing like skulls and pelts and stuff. And I was like, what? (laughs) What is going on here? I had the first, because, you know, I get real nostalgic about touching old things, which is why I go to the flea market every weekend. (laughs) And when we first drove into town and it was like golden hour in the morning because we have to get up so freaking early. 
And I was like, look at these old grain silos and the fading paint. Oh my God, it's so beautiful. Is that a dead animal? Like it shook me out of my beautiful like the Americana <laughs> reverie real quick. Yeah, it was, you know, I, I've been around taxidermy my whole life. I just never seen anything just like tacked up on a fence before. That was, yeah. that was too rich for me. Um, Ooh, I, it was what, a lot. What is that practice? What's the, I wonder what the point of that I, is. is. I it think maybe it's off? supposed to like, ward off other predators yeah. or mm. it seems like a lot and then i remember referencing it with the high school kids and they were just like oh yeah that's like you know that's a weird thing that the older generation does we don't do that um because i do think there is a lot of cool stuff about how a young person grows up in a town like this yeah. you know we have TV and movies. And so you're exposed to the wider world, even though you live kind of in this little bubble. Yeah. And so the kids of Honeygrove had like a million questions. And did you go over to their house that night? We went and we did a watch party. Oh, I wish at I At one had. of the kids' houses. Unfortunately, I was like really stuck in a weird place in life at that time. And I just wasn't being very social. And I, I regret it deeply. Well, there was a really cute little boy that was like uh, a musician. And he knew that our show was all about music. And so we went and we did this watch party at the house of mm -hmm. this group of girls. Awesome. And this kid was like, what was he, like in eighth or ninth grade? I think he was definitely like freshman energy. I loved him. He played like a senior. I mean, he played like a boss. And we were all like, okay, honey. Wow. <laughs> and it was so fun to just, like, find this kid that we would have never been exposed to otherwise and celebrate that he had this amazing gift and mm -hmm. go to a local house party. I love a Fantastic. house party. Me too. I love that. I wish we had been able to do that with our show more. Go out on the road and connect with yeah. people, you know, the people in the towns that those kids that are watching our show and feeling so connected to us because that's who we were to them, just kids in a small mm -hmm. town. Yeah. It felt real, you know? Yeah. It felt really real. That When we watched the party back, you guys said it. It's like, oh, no, we didn't have to do anything to pump these extras up. Right. That was a real party. They all just yeah. showed up. They were so happy to be there. I, lo I loved I loved looking at the landscape. when we, You know, anytime I go into a small town that's like, uh, that's like that kind of deserted. And there's all these old buildings from the forties, fifties and sixties. You can see it was once really thriving. And then, yeah, as you said, whatever the industry was left. Um, I, I always wonder what that's like growing up in a high mm -hmm. school like that. I didn't. Well, at all. Hey, you've seen last picture show, right? Uh, remind me. Mm -hmm. It's a Larry McMurtry book. Um, last picture show. And then they made the movie of it. Has Sybil Shepherd um, and, you know. No, it's, I didn't see it. What is it? Oh, my God. It's incredible. It's about a small town in Texas, mm. right? And I want to say they filmed it in the 70s, but it's about the 50s. And it is identical to the narrative that we experienced while we were there in the 2000s. And so it's kind of interesting to look at the, our episode of our show where the main street has the exact same aesthetic as mm -hmm. this classic American film and classic American novel. Um, and it's existed, you know, for a hundred well, years Well, that is now. Americana. That's what it is. That's that feeling that yeah. you get where it's the, 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 mod, the old and the new kind of all merging together and all of this kind of country culture. I think it's so interesting. And and mm -hmm. I know that it probably feels really boring to the kids that are growing up there. Um, mm -hmm. 
But what they don't realize is that they're going to turn into that older generation. That's oh, yeah. perfectly fine with yes. it. It's like, yeah. I just want my land. No one they, talked to me. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm happy. Just leave me alone. Let me enjoy my life. You yeah. don't know that when you're 16. No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to the city. I want to go to the city. Well, we, we really did have a good time. And this episode uh, definitely addressed that older generation. We have to address the Dan and Karen of it all. because what yeah. on earth? It carried through the whole episode, and I gagged every time. I know. I every feel time. like, because they're, look, they're doing this parallel path with Dan and Karen getting more intimate, and him mm-hmm. being sweet to her, and her saying, maybe I could love him. And, you know, it's it's obviously, Moira's doing such a beautiful job in the unsaid, in her performance, because you see it scratching this old itch, or healing this old wound. You know, the Dan and Karen of high school years. And it's parallel pathed with Lucas getting closer and closer to the Abby reveal. He realizes who she is. He's looking for her in this episode. So I feel like the writers are are making Dan and Karen lean so far in so that when Abby's secret is known by all of us, it'll feel like a bigger gut punch. Yeah, for, for Karen, sure that's the strategy. Right? Isn't yeah. that why this is happening? It has to be. I mean, Ugh. to me, I saw it's hard. each of the Dan and Karen scenes where... He's like, I want to be here for you and the baby. I would be Mm. mad if you didn't call me. That's a very Lucas Scott move, Mm. you know? When he stays to make breakfast, when he finally admits to her, he's like, I haven't felt this way since I was 17 and very much in love, you know? He's admitting she's the only woman that he's ever loved. Mm. All of those scenes bookend either a Haley and Nathan scene, and it's, these two boys of Dan Scott are also more in love than they've ever been mm. at 17. Mm. And so are they, which one of them is going to end up like their dad? Yeah. Which one of them is going to be the one that really thought they were in love at 17 and then knows it up. You yeah. Know? And then pulled the rug out. Mm. I, I cringe yeah. every time I watch, yeah, the Dan and Karen stuff because... You just can it's it's the it's the babysitter running upstairs when the intruder comes in the house. Like, don't go upstairs. Every Girl. time I watch yeah. Karen and Dan, I'm like, don't do it. He can't. And also help is it. Tree Hill so small? Is it so small <laughs> <laughs> that there's nobody else to make out with? <laughs> it's this like she's needing closure. I mean, that has to it it's so human, right? Like it's gotta feel good to her on some level. Like eventually after all this time, he couldn't resist coming back to her. There's, you know, on some level that's got to feel good to her ego. I don't, I'm not saying, I don't think Karen is like obsessed with her ego at all, but we're human. Like the things that make us feel good, it's hard to run away from. So if you have your hand up, you're like, no, I'm just like, I'm dying because you're giving this really lovely answer. And all I could think of Hill, when you were like, is Tree Hill really that small? I'm like, well, we made Tree Hill, and the only people any of us ever kissed were all of each other. So clearly, there was nobody else to make out with Hillary. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to admit to all the people I kissed in Wilmington, ever. (laughs) But I found a bigger bubble. Uh, There was was a little teeny tiny tunnel under the Screen Dream studio where you could exit and find other people. Um, we, um, oh my yeah, God. But, but to your point, like, I don't know. I, I worry that Karen doesn't have any friends mm. to tell her, like, she really don't doesn't. run into the house. Yeah. Karen has no girlfriends. Mm-mm. Well, and what an interesting thing that one of the tactics, when you look at, 
you know, the the wheel that they show you in therapy if you've ever been in an abusive relationship and they say, here's how you need to understand the system of how these relationships work. One of the biggest chunks of the wheel is isolation. Yeah. Abusive Mm. partners isolate you. So you have nobody to go to as a sounding board to talk about what's happening to you and say, hey, that's crazy. Yeah. And it's really interesting to me that in the landscape of the show, you know, for reasons that were probably less um, philosophical, probably just the fact that, again, they didn't want to spend too much money on too many actors. They weren't going to cast friends for Karen. She had Deb or whatever. But she is an isolated woman. Yeah. Who Mm -hmm. is being manipulated by this person who she's already been in this abusive cycle with. And he is love bombing her and he is mm-hmm. he is bending the truth to fit his narrative so that she will love him. And yep. it's like, oh man, it, it makes like every alarm bell in my body go off. Yeah. I memorized that chart. And oh, I don't dude. like it. Ugh, I want better for her. Yeah. I'm like, who does her hair? Do you know what I mean? Like, clearly yeah. someone's cutting her hair. Yeah, And, exactly. like, what hairdresser in town isn't like... Well, why she doesn't talk to anyone? Well, the one yeah. person she did start talking to was Deb. But now, obviously, yeah. that's Crazy. off the table. She can't talk to Deb about this. I know. And she can't Oof. talk to the kids. I mean, at least she keeps that boundary. She's not, like, sitting Haley down <laughs> right, and being like, listen... Right. <laughs> My Wayfair account has been, (laughs) guys, it's one of those passwords that I just store on my computer because I'm always logging in, whether I'm doing something for my house, for one of the charities that I work with. We're, you know, we renovated the teacher workrooms at my kid's school. Wayfair is just the best resource for any and all renovation projects. I agree. I'm finding a great price on the perfect new piece for your home. It's super satisfying or for a place that you're contributing to. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets, decor. They have it all. You can find thousands of huge deals site-wide up to 80% off, like Hillary just said. And the selection is pretty unbelievable. I feel like anything I need to find that has to do with home, whether it's faucets for renovations or rugs or outdoor patio furniture or chandeliers or gadgets for your kitchen. It's all there. That's right. You can find everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedrooms, and more. And they have a huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. And it's all on sale. On sale. Wayfair has something for every home, no matter your style or budget. Don't miss Wayfair's biggest sale of the year to get everything home. Head to Wayfair.com now to shop Wayday for three days only. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayday ends May 6th. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. 
Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want, so your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, they will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Speaking of female friendship, the Brooke and Haley falling out in this episode it's is funny. Oh, it's so uncomfortable. I mean, I get it. I get why Haley was upset. I do. I don't know. I, th- I feel like maybe well, it's, is she overreacting? Well, she did get fired. No, I don't think she's overreacting yeah, she at all. No, I don't think she's either. I think what I appreciate about it is the fact that this storyline for us deals with complexity in a real way. Like, we acknowledge how complicated this is. Brooke says, I wanted to tell you, but then she said I wouldn't graduate. I'm also going to lose my job. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what to do. And Haley's like, yeah, but I lost my job. It It's a fight about things 
It's not just you said this and hurt my feelings and nah, 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 it's also nah, nah. not about boys, it, which is nice. Yes. <laughs> it's it's about real complicated moments. And when when we make a wrong choice and then it sends us down a rabbit hole and everything only gets worse and the things we're trying to hold on to and just all of it. And, and even the fact that you say in that scene, yeah, I lost my job, but you should graduate. Yeah. And Brooke says, I, I get that, but you're my friend. We get to explore all the layers of why this would be such a hard thing for two people to talk about. Yeah. And I really appreciate that because you're right. Sometimes when the characters are fighting over a boy, it's like, really? Ah. We're going to act like this is important? <laughs> this is something really this important. It is important. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that Brooke owned up to it. I thought that was really yeah. cool because it would have been yeah. really easy for her to just let it go. Mm-hmm. And those are the characters. Especially with Rachel being gone. Yeah. Absolutely. Rachel's gone. So like the scapegoat's gone. There's no reason to, there's no reason except for her own character, her own yeah. m- meaning integrity um, yeah. to to do that. And I thought that mm-hmm. was really cool. I buy Haley's anger. It's the betrayal. It's like, wait yeah. a second. Now I look stupid because I've been making fun of this girl for like weeks now. Yeah. I've been talking shit about mm-hmm. this girl for weeks now. And she didn't do it. Like it was you. What's also interesting to me is that Brooke does some revisionist history and says, I did it. She just took the fall. When in reality, no, Rachel hatched a plan and you Mm -hmm. two did it together. But but Brooke knows that she's the one who should have done it differently. Yeah. And I like I kind of like that move. Yeah, I, I do like it, especially because. All that's happening in this episode is Rachel is just being shit on. The whole oh my episode, God. what is going on? Oh my God. Well, we know what's going on. Yeah. It's, it's so, just so gross. Unnecessary. And and you know what would hit me? And maybe it's because we were in another high school and we're having this conversa- these conversations about um, what it means that this moment is almost over. And I think about Chris Keller being like, ooh, Rachel and all her plastic parts. And mm-hmm. then the guys in the jail are talking about her plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. And then you're talking about it. Yeah. And everybody. And it made me think of the time capsule. When mm-hmm. Brooke says to camera, no matter what you do as a girl, you know, the, the paraphrasing is, no matter what you do, it's always wrong. If you're fat and dumb and you're a guy, it's fine. But if mm-hmm. you're a girl, not so much. And if you're, th- if you're sexy, you're a whore. And if you're not sexy, you're a prude. Girls can never be enough. And we had an adult writing an episode about a teenager who, by the Mm -hmm. way, he wrote to have had plastic surgery. Yeah. And then all anybody does is make fun of her plastic surgery and act like because she's she's so pretty, but she didn't earn it. So her. And it's It's so gross. Yeah. It's like no matter what you are, they will rip you to shreds. Even, I mean, Mouth is talking oh. about something totally benign. I, I don't even know what he was saying because I got so mm. thrown off by Chris Keller going, <laughs> bitches. Like, Ew. I'm that was so horrible. over that. I'm so over men just calling women bitches as though it's a completely acceptable way of communicating. Yeah, Mouth, that was our boss's monologue. Oh, yeah. And- Remember what we were talking about while we watched the episode? Okay, so guys, we obviously read your messages and we've noticed this for a while and it hit us listening to that insane monologue. There's always going to be somebody else with her. And you know what I realized? And yeah, I saw her naked, but I didn't fuck her. The whole thing is so gross. And mm-hmm. so many of you say- such a that, high horse. Like, oh, oh, I had to let her go, but I- like, Oh, it's oh. just disgusting. And so many fans will say, like in this whole mouth Shelly Rachel, period- 
Mm-hmm. Fans will write in, they'll tweet us, they'll DM us and say, we don't recognize Mouth anymore. And this version of him is so gross. It's because this isn't Mouth. It's our yeah. boss writing himself yeah. as the, I'm such a nice guy and all the sexy girls don't want to have sex with me. And isn't it sad for me, but I'm so much better than them. And that's why we look at the episode and go, who is that guy? We don't recognize that guy because poor Lee had yeah. to deliver these gross guy monologues mm-hmm. that were targeted at the young women on our show. And and you're right, Joy. He, but when Lee's doing our boss's monologue out loud as his dialogue, then Chris mm. is like, yeah, bitches. And then all the guys in the prison are like, yeah. wow, you're just surrounded by all these hot bitches. You're a stud, bro. And, and it's like, oh, it's so It's, it's just so gross. demeaning and demoralizing. It really is. Oh, man. Well, and also Mouth swore to Shelly. He swore to Shelly. Oh, yeah. He wasn't going to tell anybody. That's that they right. had sex because he knew how important her identity as a clean teen was to her. And what does he do? He tells every Everybody. single person he can, his yeah. best mm. friends and perfect strangers. Tells wow. everybody. And <sighs> if you look at our boss's life at the time, he uh-huh. was in a relationship that he'd been in since he was very young. Uh-huh. And I don't know how he felt in that relationship, but Mouth was in a relationship with Shelly. She didn't make me feel like I was good enough. I was never good enough. You wrote this down, what he said. Oh, I did. Yeah, I love this. You're on it. Go. Dude, he says, Shelly made me feel not good enough. Uh And that's when Chris Keller's like, bitches. And then he says, Mm -hmm. with Rachel, I knew it was a lie, but she was flirting Mm -hmm. with me. That is 100% our boss talking. And he calls Rachel a pain reliever. And he says, you know, she told me I was good enough. All I wanted was to amaze Shelly, and I couldn't. And it's like, what? What? It's so out of context. It just comes out of nowhere. It's Mm -hmm. a pure example of someone in power wanting to use their platform for their own messaging of and processing whatever was going on with him. It had nothing to do with the show. It was not best for any Mm -hmm. of the characters. It wasn't best for any of the actors. It was just totally selfish and gross. And every turn he got, think about this. This is when Daniil left. This This is is, when in real life- She was being punished in this episode. Like that was a conversation we all had behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Everyone's going to get to go do this fun trip and you- Don't do what I wanted you to do, and you don't get to play. Well, so don't forget this. In in the timeline, Daniil has left. They've Mm -hmm. given her not even an exit. She just disappears, and everybody talks about how she disappeared. This is also, in real life, when she began dating her now husband, Mm -hmm. who was the gorgeous guy at the bar that Mouth is talking about. Mm -hmm. That's our boss talking about how jealous of Daniil's husband he was. And... The entire episode when she has just disappeared from the face of the earth in terms of Tree Hill, all anybody does is talk about her body. We do eight jokes in a row about why would he need ass? He's with Rachel. It's Mm -hmm. over and over and over and over again. And then the way they made it okay is that when Brooke is the last person to say it, everyone goes, assistance in unison. And it's like, it's just the joke. It's a sitcom joke. But Mm -hmm. when you really look at it, you see how it was all so insidious. And man, I hate that we were all so um, 
I guess living in a time, it's just cultural living in a time when it was still acceptable to see that in the script and none of us were like marching in there like, how yeah. dare you? Like, I just, <laughs> yeah. that's just where, you know, we were, we had an understanding of the context of um, mm-hmm. the ceiling of what we could do that, yeah. you know, at, at that age and just what it was like this, we don't know, what else could we do? Mm-hmm. And now obviously we know, but. And by the way, it is part of the reason, because don't forget, we would complain. So when when it's just Chris Keller saying bitches or some guy who's a guest star for one episode who says something gross about her body in the jail and doesn't know the greater yeah. context of what we're dealing with, we did complain. And it's why they made the ass joke. You and then 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 all in unison. And it's like, well, if we take it out, we have no scene. They figured out ways to to force us into these positions. And it's not that I'm... Look, I love filthy humor. And I love a good you joke in a scene. You do love filthy humor. Oh, I You're love filthy humor. You know, just a little bit. But when I love it's, a dirty joke. When it's targeted at someone rather than simple humor. Exactly. It just doesn't feel good. And I don't like that that we were all used in this episode to just pile on our friend. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. she said to her grown-up married boss, please stop hitting on me and please stop touching me and please stop trying to make out with me at bars. I'm very uncomfortable. Like, that should just be the bare f***ing minimum. Yeah. The bare minimum. My God. Oh, this was a nightmare period. Like, I love this trip. I, I in fact, it. still wear the long-sleeve Grateful Dead t-shirt that we wear when we arrive in Honeygrove. Yeah, I have too. it. I wear it once a week. Aww, once I a week that. I wear that shirt. Cutie. It is so thin right now. <laughs> but it's because we we self-edit. It's like, yeah. I'm going to remember going to the hotel bar. Do you guys remember where we stayed? There was a road crew that was also yeah. being put up at the hotel. Because it was that cool two-story motel U-shaped with the courtyard in the middle. It was like, it was like being at summer camp. And they had the hotel bar and it was the Uh only place to go. And so we had all these like union, you know, like road crew dudes hanging out in this bar. And then all of a sudden, Tree Hill descends, right? Uh And so I went with Jojo and I learned how to two-step from a bunch of those dudes. And I, like, I danced with those dudes. I had a great time. It was so fun. That's the stuff that's like nice to cling to because that trip is also uh, when our boss Mm. assaulted me. And so it's like the duality Mm. that we're seeing in the scenes also was existing behind the scenes because it's like, how do I have a good time but also have this memory of just wanting to yak, you know? Yeah. I think you bring up a really important thing and I got to say hats off to you. I didn't know if you were going to say that part, you know, on the show or not. But people assume that you've either had this, like, very intense moment. You know, you've been assaulted, like, Mm -hmm. in an alley by a stranger, and it was horrible. Most of what, you know, statistically, we all go through is something happens with someone you know. And you had this horrific moment with our boss that was so unacceptable. And it was inside of a container of many days of great memories And that's, I think, where it's sticky and where we as a society need to get a little bit better about understanding that many things are true at the same time. We have beautiful memories of Honeygrove, of those kids, Mm -hmm. of that 
party we went to to watch that episode of those amazing guys teaching everybody to country dance at the bar. And you had like a car crash of an incident with a grown up that was supposed to be your mentor and he was abusive and creepy to you. Yeah. And had just put you through filming an episode where you were exactly physically abused. Well, he also, when we announced Honey Grove, I don't know if you guys are aware like how we announced it, but I don't remember. Um, we secretly flew into Honey Grove and went to a school pep rally. And so he decided <sighs> that it was going to be just me and him. And so <sighs> just me and him had to fly to Honey Grove. Just me mm. and him went and did the announcement. Just me and him flew mm. home together. The flight back from that is when he assaulted me. Uh, he assaulted me again in the car on the drive from Raleigh to Wilmington. Yep. He went straight to set. And he told Daniil that he and I made out the whole time. And it was fun. And he was trying to make her jealous. And so she confronted me about it. And was like, oh what God. are you doing? And I'm like, what are you talking about? You know? Mm -hmm. um, and so then we had to go on this trip with him. And this was really like the last three months where my blood was boiling and I didn't know how to process it anymore. And you can mm -hmm. see it in the episode. You can see mm -hmm. that I'm not there. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, I'm doing all these scenes with Chad, but I look like sh And I kind of like just don't, I'm not connecting in any way because I was so in like, I don't know, shell mode. Mm -hmm. And my reaction to that kind of stuff is to not let it ruin my good time. Yeah. My rebellion is to be mm -hmm. like, oh, you wanted to like assert your power? Cool, cool. Watch I'm this. Go have a great time and laugh extra hard with my friends. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so my memory of Honeygrove is like partying with James Lafferty. I never yeah. partied with James. <laughs> I partied with Lafferty and Honeygrove. Yeah. But by the way, I think that is, I'm, we're very similar in that way. And I think part of what breeds that response, you know, I've, I've, I've said it before on this podcast, we've all talked a lot about it. The response to mistreatment for me is usually, oh, you think you're going to with my integrity watch mm -hmm. this i'm gonna be early i'm gonna know my lines and everybody else's i'm gonna like watch me and when everybody goes out i'm gonna have the best time and you're gonna wonder how i could be having so much fun with you in the room <laughs> and i've come to realize it's a self-protective thing and i think when people wonder why that reaction comes into play what i want to highlight especially for you in this moment this is season four we're mm -hmm. on six year contracts yeah there is no you don't like it you get to leave no you don't they literally own you yeah it's a legal battle to leave because they own you and so you can't get away from it you can't quit it and it's hard so you have to figure out how to cope inside of the place that you know you have to show up in every day yeah I hope it's okay for me to ask this, but why didn't you ever report him when that happened? Oh, I did. I told all sorts of people. Oh, you did? I mean, honey, I told everybody. Oh, yeah. And people saw it. What's interesting about the culture now, people, Chad walked up and goes, what are you doing? Right? He said that to him? He said that to our boss in the bar. He watched our boss grab me in front of a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And, you know... Chad didn't have anything to lose because he knew our boss hated him anyway. You know, a lot of people had a lot to lose. Yeah. So you don't speak up when you have a lot to lose.
Mm-hmm. Um, but he felt so comfortable that that was not something that he had a problem with. You yeah. know, I can do whatever I want to her in public with her mm-hmm. boyfriend standing there. At that time, you have to remember, like, Desperate Housewives was the biggest show on TV. Yeah. And Nicolette Sheridan was going through hell mm-hmm. because she'd mm-hmm. been assaulted on set. And they dragged her through the mud. That's right. It was that era, right? Like, it just hadn't, yeah. it didn't matter. Even, you know, the thing with their friends, the writer in the friends room, the, you yeah. know, that you had talked about with the HR meetings. And if, like, people you are related to on set aren't acting alarmed, mm-hmm. right? Like, I was surrounded by men that I had relationships with. My brother, my boyfriend, my boyfriend's dad, my boyfriend's uncle. Like They were all like, whatever. We- they were all like, you're such a trooper, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. so that was the sentiment. No one was ever like, whoa, yeah. we got to handle this. It wasn't until I went to my next job. Yeah. And they culture you to handle it. But to be clear, because people want to say, oh, it was a different time. Ten years later, in the same way you were going through this on your set, this is what I was dealing with on my next set. It's pervasive, it wasn't then. It was all the time. Yeah. And, and you know, years later, in the same way that you were going through this stuff and our boss was doing this to you in front of people, it hit me that exactly what was happening to you at this time in North Carolina, that's what was happening to me years later. Yeah. In front of rooms full of men. And, you know, my sweet A camera operator would pull me aside and go, I want to punch the f- out of that guy. I've got to pay for my kids to go to school and I can't. What do you need? And the people who were in charge, like your boyfriend's dad and Mm -hmm. uncle and all those people who said nothing, the people who were in charge that I went to said nothing. When I reported my first assault on set, which was witnessed by people to Mm -hmm. my boss who had flown in from L.A. Again, you get put in a different city and they can get away with a lot. His response was, well, thank God he didn't try to rape you. (laughs) I don't even know how to wrap my brain around that response. That's insane. It was so like, oh, so you're not allowed to say, don't be so upset about this. But you're saying, don't be so upset about this. Mm -hmm. You got accosted by our boss in a bar full of our friends. And they looked at the ground because they were afraid to confront him. And it's like, oh, it's a life lesson to learn it. Uh, If this is season four. Yeah, we're 24 Mm -hmm. years old. The life lesson for me is, like, never, ever, ever expect someone else to take a risk for you. Just don't. Because that way, if someone ever does, you can just be pleasantly surprised. Mm -hmm. And you're not disappointed. But it's so sad. It's not, though. Like, we're all grown-ups. We all handle our own shit. I handle my own shit. And Mm. everybody can't be willing to take a bullet for everything. Like, there are things you have to kind of strategize about in your life. And yeah, because I because when everything came out during the Me Too movement, I Mm -hmm. felt a sense of like members of our crew who I'd been friends with for a long time tiptoeing around me because they didn't know if they were supposed to like bring it up or apologize or not apologize Mm -hmm. or make excuses or disclaimers. And like just Mm -hmm. blanket statement to put out into the world. I don't expect anybody to have done anything because Mm -hmm. we were in a different era at that point. Um, and mm. there were a couple people like your friend, Sophia, mm-hmm. like Steve Allen was my guy. Yeah. Steve Allen was mm. a guy who pushed the dolly for our camera on our yeah. show and was the safest, mm-hmm. warmest, kindest place for me. Yeah. And for anybody that went to the 
that One Tree Hill convention we did with Beth Crookham. Um, mm-hmm. They saw Steve Allen come into the lobby and me run across the lobby and burst into tears. And everyone's like, why is Hillary crying on that guy? Mm-hmm. Because that's the guy. That was my yeah. safe person. He was so special. Steve. But to have He's someone so like a Steve or, you know, mm-hmm. like I had Will and Seth, like, I, I got to say, I hear what you're saying. I remember having the reckoning on our show together of going like, oh, all all our bosses, all those guys who work with our main boss, who talk about how we're family and all the things, mm-hmm. we're, we're only family until us needing help jeopardizes their money. And that mm-hmm. was such an ugly realization to me. But when you say I don't expect anybody to do anything, I sure as f- do. I don't accept that. <laughs> I don't accept it. Well, now you do, but back then. No, I have always been the person who will get involved, who will jump in, who will try to shoulder something. And what I find unacceptable is that it's usually us. It's the women figuring out how to protect each other, how to not let somebody go in the room with the boss alone anymore, how to make sure we've got a side text thread so that somebody can feel supported when they're, you know, being hit on inappropriately. And I'm so angry at all of these dudes in power who stand around and do nothing and i have sympathy for everyone you know you hear that thing of like above the line below the line i hate that but i get that so many people on crews can't jeopardize their jobs because they can't jeopardize their families but i am not okay with men that are our peers or more powerful than us people Mm -hmm. like your boyfriend's dad who was the second most powerful person on our set who looked at the ground And I say this with complexity because I loved that person for the nine years we did our show. I do too. Yeah. And I know you guys did too. I still have a lot of affection for... Me too. A lot of the people that I'm mad at. And I do too. But I'm so mad. I'm mad at the other actors who don't do anything. I'm mad at the producers who don't do anything. Because we're not supposed to have to do this alone. Do you think it's a perfect metaphor that we're covered oh. in bruises, though, for this Oh, episode? my gosh. Honestly, yeah. Like, we're covered in bruises. We're just beaten down. That's how I felt. And it's the girls. Always. Yeah. And it's tiring. Do you think that sometimes the men don't stand up because they think we want to fight our own battles and we don't want their help? No. They don't want their money to be jeopardized either. No, I believe that there's definitely a part of that sometimes. But I do wonder if there's some of it that's like... Should I, like, I don't want to, I don't want to offend, like, if if she's got this, she's taking care of it, like, I don't want to. The cool guy move is to ask the woman and say, are you uncomfortable? You want me to Mm -hmm. do something? Can I stand with you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, that's the cool guy move. It's so easy. It's a question. It's not hard. To your point, Joy, about the reporting and where we go, like, running things all the way up to HR and then having the most powerful local boss in my situation scream at me and tell me that I was jeopardizing everybody's jobs Mm -hmm. because I couldn't, quote unquote, take a dick joke. And I was like, being assaulted at work is not a dick joke. Mm -mm. I have sympathy for the reality that people are scared that, you know, they're going to put a hole in the ship and then the ship is going to sink. But get over it and protect your people because this idea that, you know, Looking at the ground is okay. It's not. And thank God, Hillary, that you had that moment with Chad, who was already so at odds with our boss. (laughs) That's it. He had nothing to lose. He was like, "Uh -uh." 
But by the way, he was protected as the number one on the call sheet. Yeah. He had the most power. So he could come up and shove our boss off you and get in a fight. And I'm glad that he did. I want everybody to follow that lead. You know? Yeah. I mean, uh, <sighs> I'm sweating. And am I yelling? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so upset. This is a sticky episode. Of all the episodes we've done, this one and the all night graduation party mm. are where things got incredibly complicated. Yeah. And, you know, when we had to revisit all of this stuff for the article that came out about our show. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of time spent on this era. And so it's it's weird to watch because I can see myself being super, super fake. And mm. I don't know if the fans can see. Like, I don't know if they're like, hey, Hillary seems pretty checked out of this whole scene. She's been waiting to have sex with Lucas forever. <laughs> we sure wish Aww. she looked happier about it. I do not read you like that at all. But I know what you see because there are two and a half years of my life on a set like this where I look back and I, I can see, like, I, I think I look like a dead person walking. Yeah. Like, you, I can see it on my face. Yeah. And I don't know that other people can or certainly people who don't know you well. But it is a weird thing to see. It's like you're looking at another person. Yeah. I just wanted to be Haley in this episode because you got the cool oh. outfit and you got the cool hair. That whole 70s vibe was so cute. You've got the safe relationship and like yeah. all the things were yeah. working. By the way, you know what melted me? You two in the gazebo and you saying, tell me a secret. And oh. him going, risky. I was like, oh my God, tattoo it on my body. Like I loved that. <laughs> risky. Oh, it was so cute was after... Cute. And after all that sweetness with you two at the prom, it was so nice to have a couple to just like feel joy for. Yeah, I loved, no I loved them in this episode. <laughs> I loved yeah. my haircut. I was real happy about that haircut. I loved this wardrobe. Shout out to Carol Cutshaw, um, our wardrobe <sighs> designer, costume designer. I mean, Chris <laughs> Keller looked like a million bucks in every scene. Oh my God. Brilliant costumes for him. All of us, like the 70s prom, so fun. Go, so The excited. 70s what? prom was so chic, but truly, I took a picture on my phone of that frame of Chris Keller on the white bench in the purple and white suit with <gasps> the balloons all around him and the white shoes. He, Tyler Hilton has never looked cooler. Yeah. Oh my God. I was obsessed. Such good wardrobe. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations. And you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun, you can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts. Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom 
easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under. Categories like fragrance, handbags, and more. Or their gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, or for grandma, or for gifts that are already wrapped. Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of, love them. They're all at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Mm. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes Mm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it Mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like I think of it as a you know gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important Mm -hmm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something, but that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. Oh gosh, I'm so excited whenever we get these offers. I love using my coupons that I virtually clip out for Thrive because they have all these options of things that I can't find in my local grocer. And the one thing everyone has to do is grocery shop, right? So why not do Mm -hmm. it from the comfort of your couch? And for me, that's where Thrive Market comes in. Totally agree. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery and my household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online and then quick ship to my doorstep, huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And I use their online filters to suit my lifestyle needs. So whether you're looking for organic kids snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks to make simpler, healthier swaps. Not only do we all save time shopping as Thrive Market members, but I love that I save money on every single grocery order. I mean, on average, it's over 30% savings every single time, whether that's pantry staples, like you said, like, you know, peanut butter and coconut oil, or I am getting the gluten-free snacks I'm actually supposed to be eating. It really (laughs) makes a big difference. (laughs) When you join Thrive Market, you are also 
Helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. So save time and money. Shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash drama for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, market.com slash drama. Thrivemarket.com slash drama. We built that gazebo yeah. and left it as a gift to the town. Is that true? Ooh, that was like, that. yeah, mm-hmm. that was part of our like deal with the town council. Wait, you guys, something really stuck out to me because Danielle was getting the sh- bullied out of her in this episode. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Chris sitting on that bench looking so cool in his Elvis suit. God, I hope Tyler kept that outfit. Not the point. Yeah, seriously. But it was so interesting to me. That two of our contest winners came by and were like, oh, are you Chris Keller? Oh, my God, how old are you? And they make fun of him for being this old guy at a party trolling for younger girls. And I was like, hold on. This Uh whole episode is about our older boss being mad at a younger girl who doesn't want to have sex with him. What's happening? too much. Do you know what I mean? I I literally was like, but but wait, we're making fun of the creepy old guy. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm confused. Is, is Was it like an interjection to try to prove he had a sense of humor or something? I, I don't know. I loved the scene you had with Chris. I thought that was so nice. Yes. When you, At the end, oh. um, when you walk up to him on the bus and he's like trying to get you in bed and you're so clearly, it was a yeah. beautiful delivery, and which is also hard to do when you're, when you're supposed to be playing drunk and yeah. having like a real life realization that is actually not... Uh, it's it's real. It's not something that you're mm. uh, hallucinating about in the in the moment, or you know, feeling uber emotional about. Yeah, so I loved that, and um, mm. and the way that you guys uh, just decided to have a nice chat all night. And Brooke has this realization about her life and how she wants to change yeah. things. It was so nice. I, know, I loved it. It was the firm no, Sophia. Yes. Yeah. How good does no feel? And how good it felt. Yeah. And and what I loved, too, is that in a way we've seen through the season, Brooke and Nathan recognize their similar patterns and lean on each other. Mm -hmm. And I love that in in realizing how easy it would be for her to just numb out. She says, I don't want to be that version anymore. Mm -hmm. And then kind of calls him out to do the same, to grow up a little. Yeah. It's so. Yeah, I loved it. It felt empowering and fun and. And I liked being able to voice that there is so much growth available on the other side of that sort of vulnerability with yourself. Like, this would be easy. This is a thing I do. And it's something I actually really don't like. And it hurts me. Yeah. And I think I want to be different. That's so hard to admit something about yourself that way. And she does it. I got to do it as her in this way that felt awesome. Yeah. I love those moments in life because they come around and you can take it when it comes. Like you can grab the bull by the horns and be like, here's this opportunity for me to acknowledge something I don't really want to acknowledge, but I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to keep moving forward with now this new information. Because once you have new information, it Mm. changes everything. 
Or you can shove it down and wait till the next time it comes back around. And it's so much harder the next time. And it's even harder the time after that. So I love watching. It's one of my favorite things. Why Brooke is one of my favorite characters because just Mm. like ever in in the whole history of the teen world that we, you know, has has been given out to us because she's so honest all the time. It's just pure honesty. Mm -hmm. Like this is exactly how I feel for better or for worse. It's I just love that she took it in the moment that it was there. She grabbed it and went, mm-hmm. okay, okay, it's time to change. Let's do it. So well, and that she calls Chris Keller out <laughs> the next day. You said you weren't going to tell anybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah. good, so good. Well, and in a way, like, I don't know why I have this memory, but I remember when we were filming that scene, you and I in the gazebo, and then he walks up and makes the threesome joke. I remember mm-hmm. feeling like, the energy under the scene for me was I warned you about this last night. You said you weren't going to do sex jokes today and you did it. So now I'm going to tell everybody you cried. Yes, yes, you yes. know, like, <laughs> like I, I built this little backstory that they had agreed that he was going to be better. And then the first thing out of his mouth is a sex thing. And she just eviscerates him. And I, I loved it. It made me giggle. I'd pay money to see that conversation. Like her just being like, Chris, babe, like, honestly, why yeah. do we always go there? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Late night drinking tea on the bus. Oh, my Let's God. That's that's the improv skit I want to do with Tyler at the next convention. Yes, oh, yeah. Please. Just be like, let's do Brooke and Chris talking about their feelings on the bus. Mm-hmm. And just see where it goes. Yeah. I love it. Well, oh. I, Hillary, you know, I have to say, I'm I'm so sorry that all that happened to you. And... I'm, I mean, no, here's the deal. No, Guys, wait, we, I want to, I need no, to give you a compliment right now because this is important. You, at the, at the, at the expense of, you know, what you felt like was subpar work for you, as Sophia said, we didn't really see that that way, but you know what you feel when you're at work and you're trying to do your best and you're, you know, mm-hmm. you've always been somebody that looks out for everyone. You're like mama bear on the set and you're always trying to check and make sure everybody's okay. And, you know, in a time when you were not okay. And I don't know who was looking out for you. I know it wasn't me because I was tied up in my own drama and I don't know what, maybe it was James and I, uh, Steve Allen, I guess. And, you know, so if you were there, um, I wish I had been more involved, but uh, I just, I'm, I'm impressed. And I, and I just, I guess I wanted to say like, thank you as a cast member and a crew member for somebody who's just Mm. you know you were always looking out for everybody and even at the expense of your own work in times when you were going through a lot of shit and I'm just sorry that that all happened to you and um I know that you get a lot of times you get what you put out and so I know there's a lot of good things that came out of that holding that space for people for you and I hope that there's more so Mm -hmm. anyway that's all I want to say. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I appreciate that. Joy. Yeah. I mean, I. This was a shitty one. Yeah. Yeah. But Tyler and I <laughs> did sing. Uh, we. Oh God, we sang. Um, Why was there no Elvis in this Johnny episode? Johnny and June Cash. It was yeah. like we ended the night on a keyboard in the bar mm-hmm. singing Johnny Carter and June Cash. Uh, that we got married in a fever song. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, going to Jackson. Yep. Please Jackson. tell me that's your like, karaoke song. Like oh you my God. have got to it's do some best. June Carter in karaoke. Did you guys? Didn't you guys go karaoke in Honeygrove? 
feel like I heard about no, that. No, it was karaoke in the bar. It was the at bar. the bar. It was just in the bar. That's it. You know, it's like hiding in the fun Yeah, is my safe space. And so James and I stole walkie-talkies from the AD department and snuck around the whole hotel spying on people mm-hmm. and had a great time. Oh, mm-hmm. Dream. Tyler and I sang karaoke. JoJo yeah. and I line danced with the road crew. I mean, we hid in the bushes at one point. We were definitely weird. Life does that, man. Like sometimes you're just going through the shittiest stuff, but then you have all these other amazing things happening that it's like, I love that balance. I'm so glad that all that fun stuff happened in Honey Grove. Yeah. Because it was like, we all just got to take a big road trip together. How cool. Mm -hmm. It was fun. I wish we'd gotten to do more of it. Yeah. You know, you guys did it after I left. I have information. I'm Googling Honey Grove right now. Davy Crockett discovered Honey Grove. And called what? it Honey Grove because of an abundance of honey-filled trees in 1836. Wow. Well, hot damn. Kind of funny. Oh, and something about mm. coffins. It's a hardware store that sells coffins, too. That's funny. That tracks. <laughs> well, if there's anyone in Honey Grove that has pictures from mm. our time there. Yes. They're still taking pictures in the gazebo. Like, this is still happening. Oh, it's so I sweet. You guys take that. pictures or like dig up your old pictures from when we were there and please tag us in them because Send those for us. all of the rough stuff, it was magical. It was. And and that is a credit to the people who were there. If we were dealing with people within our own little faction that were weird, the townspeople yeah. and the kids of Honeygrove made it magical. Yeah, truly. And yeah. we we owe them so much know, excitement. Gratitude. They were so involved. They were so like just amazed and excited to watch and be a part of it and had great questions and man we had such a ball meeting with all of you guys yeah did anybody keep their outfit did anybody keep their outfit no i should have kept those gold (laughs) boots though damn yeah yeah you you should have those boots i know you know what we should do because now this exists we should take a little screen grab of an episode or of a frame of the episode and Put them in that reverse search in Google and see if we can get them for you. Those the boots? Google boots? <laughs> yeah. Google oh my boots. 100%. <laughs> Let's get them. All right. Great. I'd wear the hell out of those. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts. Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under, categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or their gift lists like for the mom who has everything, or for grandma, or for gifts that are already wrapped. Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of, love them. They're all at macy's.com slash gift finder. 
Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hey, it's your drama queens, and we're here to tell you that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. So let's talk about LifeVac. It is a life-saving airway clearance device, which has saved over 1,500 lives. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac, L-I-F-E-V-A-C dot net and enter promo code DRAMAQUEENS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. Wait, you guys, do we have any questions about this episode? Yeah, we got a fan question. Yeah. Caroline wants to know when the closing scene of an episode follows into the next one, such as Lucas having his heart attack. Do you film those scenes on the same day or do you wait until filming commences for the next episode? Mm. Well, ladies, you two are the directors. Tell her. Yeah, usually you have the other director for the next episode on set at the same time. So you film it at the same time, unless there's a break, unless it's like season to season, I think. then. Well, I was going to say, I've only seen that happen once. What? Where we've had the director and we've been able to be like, Episode four wraps at lunch and then episode five picks up. Usually you don't get that luxury because directors are coming from other shows. They're prepping the way we would pull that off by this point, like season four or five on our show, is that so often we would have recurring directors. So like if Greg Prange was directing and then our boss was directing, they would coordinate that. But if we had visiting directors, which is what most shows do and, you know, what is more common, oh man, it would be so rough to like finish a cliffhanger and then eight days later have somebody Ugh. new come in and like there's just somebody with a computer being like, this is the frame. You have Can to you match, match this? this frame. I don't remember oh. that. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. I've, I really just remember having a guest director come in and they would like overlap the day if it was, maybe if it's like a giant stunt is what I'm thinking. You know, like yeah. Haley getting hit by a car. That one yeah. was an overlap. Yes. So I remember having two directors Because that there. requires like a street closure and a stunt team and a driver. Right, and a, right, right. But that's rare. You mean it was expensive. It was yeah. Like if it's just right. an actor having to match, they're like, it's an actor. Make them do it. There. Make them they're like, right. oh, you did this three weeks ago? You need to cry exactly the same way today. <laughs> but, if, but if they had to pull a permit, they're going to mm-hmm. get both of those directors on set at the same time. And they would they would always have like it was Paul or Greg. It was always yeah. one of our local people that just lived there anyway. So yeah. it would be the second director. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Easy. Easy. Guys, should we spin a wheel? Let's spin a I wheel. Think we should. Hey, honorable mention to um Brooke showing us how to wrap a curl around a barrel 
in this episode <laughs> instead of clamping it in and rolling it because yes. that's what everybody was doing at the time. And it was like, yeah. Sophia always ahead of the curve. She was like, I'm going to show you all what's, what's up. I'm like, no, no, don't fry your ends, babies. Don't do that. That's so good. Okay, somebody read it. What's our wheel? Now thing? we just have an air wrap, but we didn't have that then. Oh, um, <laughs> is this for me? Who's the most likely to eat pizza for breakfast? Yeah, in high school. Like is someone day. spying on me? Oh my god! Yeah. I, is that all of us? I mean, I don't eat breakfast. I drink coffee. Uh, <laughs> oh man! So it's definitely not me. It's you and I, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, if it's around, I'm going to eat it. If if it's in the fridge, I don't care what time it is. I think it's yeah. like a childhood trigger. Like, I love cold pizza for breakfast oh, because I, I would do, do it all the time when I was a kid. If my parents ordered pizza the night before, I'd wake up and just like cold pizza, man, as I walk onto the bus. Yeah. And now as an adult, I still love cold pizza. But if I'm in the mood to be fancy, I'm like, let me put the pizza in the air fryer and make an egg. And then Ooh, I'm going to put an egg yeah. on this pizza. What? Italian. So nice. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. I've never experienced it. <gasps> oh, I yeah. will make you breakfast pizza. An and egg you on a pizza? like it. It's delicious. Yeah. That's bananas. Get ready. Like an over medium egg. Oh. Well, now that Brooke and Peyton are roommates, you can make uh, her egg pizza. Okay. Yeah. What's happening in the next episode? It's season four, episode 18. The runaway. F- oh, I bet they find Abby and like everything's going to start <gasps> oh. hitting the fan. Okay. Yeah. I love chaos. I'm so sad for us that we're going to soon have to find out what Dan did because everyone's going to sob and it's going to be depressing. Mm. Karen. Karen. Damn it. I will say we all know how hard it is sometimes to stand up when terrible things are happening around you. What has saved us, I think, is that we had each other. Find one other person. And like go to bat for them and let them go to bat for you. Because very often if somebody, if if the first person says something, other people feel much more secure to get in line and yeah. add to that chorus. And so, mm-hmm. that's true. you know, something that you all talk to us a lot about is loving our friendships and the way we show up for each other. And we have learned that in the best of times and in the literal worst of times. Like we talked about in this episode, you know, things that happened to many of us during filming of this show and even years later we have consistently brought a rallying cry and that can really make all the difference. So if you can do that for somebody, um, we highly recommend it. Yeah. And we love you. All right, you guys, thanks for bearing with us on this really complicated episode. Woo! <laughs> we love you, we honey love girl. You all. Bye guys. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you can sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens. Drama, drama queens, drama queens. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, So we have that solved for you. We figured it out. 
You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth, no matter who you are. Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays and they also stress me out. <laughs> Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, <laughs> calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keebler <laughs> Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.